Same location this time, this this time around, right? Yep. We live, we're ready to roll. Yeah, we actually in the same place for once. For once in our life. Yeah, we in the same place. Zoom gets really old. Maybe maybe the guys who created Zoom created COVID just so they could get their cells up. Probably. <laughs> they probably did. Yeah, because they're making lots of money now. Mm-hmm. That's a stock we should have got zoomed. What, some COVID stock? We would have been millionaires, bro. We would have been in the COVID or invested in that. We would have been millionaires by now. Did you hear about that uh, event 21 or whatever it was? Yes. That was, that was like... At the college campus, it was a freaking uh, test run for COVID? Yeah, like pre-COVID run seminar. Yes. For like all these billionaires. That, yes. Yeah, and it's like... there's. there. There, oh, okay. I wasn't there, but yes, I know what you're talking you about. You were there in spirit. Uh-huh. There in the shadows. Trifling, <laughs> trifling niggas. <laughs> trifling. Yes. Uh, so, what did you want to talk about again? Tell Man. me. You you said you got to wait because it was worth being on the show. So, what is it? Man, you know I got ADHD, man. You know my, <laughs> my memory is shot. I, um, I remember something about Lil Nas Satan shoes. Okay, so, yeah, so... All right, how do you feel about <laughs> the Illuminati and blood sacrifices and niggas selling their souls oh, to be rich and famous? And I bring that up because we're both musicians. We both are in the music industry. Yeah. And that is something that it's kind of, if you into music, it's kind of like common knowledge. Yeah. Like when I was taking the Renman course, you know who Steve Renman is, right? Uh, his name sounds familiar. Tell Steve me. Renman was the manager for Incubus for 10 plus years, mm. like 10 or 11 years. Okay. He had a music business course. Yeah. I took it online. I paid X amount of dollars. So, yes, if you get Kay Jones to produce your music, just <laughs> <best> believe <laughs> no, I done spent it's a, guap to get yeah. the information and knowledge I have inside this dome. Yeah. All right? So, don't try to short me with none of that BS, okay? Because I got knowledge. I got skills. I've been recording music longer than some of y'all people been on this earth. Real talk. Real talk. I ain't lying. Real uh, 13, 14 years old selling my own mixtapes in high school. Three dollars on cassette. Y'all don't know about that. Freaking so, millennials. Yeah, so so Steven Wren. Yeah, Steve Wren, man. So I took his music business course. And yeah. even taking his music business course, it, it was nothing like full sale. Yeah. But it sort of kind of was. Yeah. Um, It wasn't as structured as full sale. It was more like... Hey, I'm going to talk about this. Y'all going to take a test about what I talk about. Yeah. And it wasn't deeper than that. But anyways, there will be people asking about, like, what about people selling their souls? Oh, what about God. Illuminati? Yeah. What about these blood sacrifices for these for these gold and platinum records? Yeah. And, like, all that stuff was brushed off. But that stuff is kind of, like, like, circulated in the music industry. You know yeah. what I mean? And as far as musicians, when you get so deep, like, you kind of already... You've hear you've heard about that. You've hear certain rumors, and you know, so it is what it is. But Little Nas X got the little Satan shoes on. And <laughs> yeah. It's made with actual real blood, and in the like the promotion picture or marketing picture, the dude's all behind Satan, or he's in front of Satan, and it's kind of like a a very uh, sexual pose, like Satan is mounting him. Uh-huh. About the ride into the sunset, or something. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was just tying his shoes. Uh-huh. Maybe he was just dropping the soap. Yeah. But anyway, it looked like 
he was about to get the business. Yeah, yeah. A, a big dude and red horns and stuff. So, yeah. What's your take on that, uh, Jack? You know, there's a there's a lot. There's a lot there. Um, okay, so let's start with the Illuminati thing. So the Illuminati or whatever they call themselves now is like it's a couple of different things. Like first off. There are groups in the world, there are secret societies, there are those places, there are those people. There's very dangerous groups that are religious groups that worship whatever thing they worship or whatever. Like, if y'all ever saw, like, Alex Jones or Bohemian Grove, he was straight up, they were straight up worshiping the god, Mo, an owl god, Molech, in the middle of this forest where they have sex with each other and do all kinds of crazy stuff. Bill Clinton was there. George Bush has been there. Pretty much every famous person you can think of, Eddie Murphy, all kinds of people have been there. Wow. Yeah, and so there obviously is some sort of event. I don't know if all of them are involved in that cult, but there is something to that where there's a lot of people with a lot of money get together and decide kind of the fate of the world pretty much. Um, as far as the music business, I don't think that's probably any different, but as far as it being like some sort of, um, uh, some sort of thing where you can sell your soul to the devil, that's not really like a thing. Like, that's kind of like, if it came down to the way I think of it is if it came down to anybody doing anything like that, like even, the, even me now with the way my faith evolved, like I don't even think you can save yourself. Like you can't say some prayer that'll save you. You can't do any of that. Like it's beyond your level of comprehension and beyond your ability, you know? So I think the best, like, I think that's why Jesus had to do it himself because there's like really no way that anybody would ever be able to measure that or guarantee it or anything other than him. So anyway, all that to say the Illuminati, like, do you know anything about Thelema? You ever heard of that phrase? <coughs> do you know what Alice Thelema? Nope. Never heard of it. What about Alistair Crawley? You ever heard of yes, him? Yes. Of okay. course. Or Jack Powers. You ever heard of him? Crowley is more familiar because a certain artist I follow are aspired to uh, acquire their knowledge as far as their talent and their skill set. Uh -huh. They were followers of Crowley. Craw Crowley. Okay, yeah. so so basically, uh, Crowley is kind of where we get the whole Satanism thing from. Like, basically, him and Jack Powers, and I forget the other lady's name. Like, back in the day, basically what they did was, um, they did a bunch of drugs, did a bunch of magic. They, that was the goal, is to come up with some kind of magic system or magical system. There's a lot, there's a lot to Aleister Crowley's background. He used to be part of a group called the Golden Dawn, uh, which, what came from another group, thanks, came from another group called uh, Theosophy, which I'm actually, uh, I actually really like Theosophy stuff. But, so, <coughs> Aleister Crowley, though, has had a very big influence on Hollywood. Uh -huh. And his Satanism, or whatever it is you want to call it, isn't really like what people think Satanism is, where it's like this, you know, we're going to worship the devil, kill children kind of crap. Like, it's not about that. Like, Thelema is like a magical system that's got a bunch of different rituals, a bunch of different things. But they're the whole thing of that commandment, do what thou will, mm -hmm. that's Aleister Crowley. Yes. That's Thelema. Yep. And Thelema in of itself isn't, like, really anything other than, like, again, like a system, like... Again, like you, we could go really deep with this. Like you can, we could get into magic. We could get into all that kind of stuff. But so the Illuminati uh, comes from a mix of Thelema, a mix of Satanism with the Thelema, a mix of Hollywood theatrics, and a mix of business tactics that a lot of musicians and a lot of people are completely 
foolish of like you go to a record label you get your million dollar contract you got to pay that back and people are like they don't pay it back and then the record label tells them what to do and they're like wow the illuminati they got my soul they're on their slaves it's like no nigga you got a normal job now that's what you got now you know it's not some glamorous this or that it's that's a it's a normal job now and so all of that kind of adds to that and then when you come to little to little nas little nas is just trying to sell his shoes and do his thing and part of that is making sure you kind of shock people shock value shock value shock value is yep. a real, real it's a real thing you know and yes, so he, it is and he kind of came up with these shoes and it's sort of like trolling christians because it's like christians get offended over everything like and it's kind of dumb like honestly because yes. really the thing that should be offending them is offending you is yourself but it's like everything on the outside offends them about everything. So, yeah. That's that fire right there. <laughs> what should be offending you is yourself. Yes. Well, that's not the... some shoes you ain't never gonna buy. Some <laughs> rapper you don't even listen to. Yeah, exactly. What should be offending you is what you see in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know. That so, should that yeah. should be what you deal with. You can't deal with nothing else. How are you gonna? You can't control nobody else. No, you can't. Even if you're married, you can't control your spouse. You can't control your kids. Only person you can control is you. Yep. And that's it. And, and it's how like, you react. and how, yeah, you determine that. And like, I don't know. It's like some people, they don't even think you can control yourself or they don't think that you determine your happiness or not. I, I think that's nonsense. I think you absolutely do. And yeah. I think you can, it's even so far as that you can actually control how you re- react you can control the power things have in your life you can control all of that like you're, you you can shape your world if you just decide to do it but people always want to point the finger at somebody else like mm-hmm. it's the illuminati's fault that you uh you got a you didn't read your contract mm-hmm. no it's not that's your fault like yeah. they if yeah, do they screw people? Yes. Is there some kind of... Are there secret societies? Are there cults? Yes. Are Is there some in Hollywood? Yes. Is that going to change your career? No. Is that going to... Is that going to like... Like, I mean, I've heard about all kinds of stuff the Lama people do. They do crazy stuff. Like, they do sex magic. I don't know if you ever heard of that. So, the Lama is just a mixture... No, the Illuminati is just a mixture of the Lama and... A, B, C, D, right? Yeah. And the Lama itself is just what Crowley came up with? or Yeah, Cro- Crowley came up with Crowley came up with uh, the, the Lama magic system. Okay. Which, there's a, there, again, there's a lot to that. Because, like, so where magical systems started goes far back as beginning of time with religion, basically. Mm-hmm. A lot of magic stuff... And alchemy and all that stuff is like early versions of chemistry and science. And they they did all sorts of things. And that's where we, like, alchemy is where we got chemistry from. Right. Um, you know, we got, uh, in the magical systems, there was a lot of little hints of science and different things. And there may be a lot to it, actually, that most people don't understand because they use a lot of symbology and pictures and all kinds of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, to say, like, sulfur, it's like... Sulfur is like... Um, I can't even remember what the one was for that, but they'll have, like, a golden dragon riding... A person riding a golden dragon with a, something in his hand, and that's, like, a chemical... That's like a chemical composition for sulfur, gold, silver, or something else, mm-hmm. but it's hidden in a code. And so that's that's the way alchemy works. Right. And magic magic is depending on where you where so where Crawley's came from is you have Theosophy, then you have the Golden Dawn, then you have Thalema. Thalema is an is the Golden Dawn was and Theosophy appeared. Um Right around the time Sir Francis Bacon came up with the scientific method. Because basically what happened is whenever um, Bacon came up with the scientific method, 
there was a big problem between spirituality and religion and science because science was its characteristic was it has to be observable it has to be repeatable Mm-hmm. which is the basis for how you build a society, basically. Right. Religion was a bunch of superstition, a bunch... I mean, women used to be afraid of gas lamps. You know, they'd cover their face up because they thought gas lamps had evil spirits in them, you know, when they walked by them. Like, that's how religious people used to be. And so, mm-hmm. theosophy and all that kind of occurred as a response, in a way, to mixing religion and science together to make them meet and taking other things from other religions and kind of synthesizing them together. And so first you have theosophy. Theosophy has a bunch of stuff happen. The Golden Dawn appears afterwards as a part of theosophy. Aleister Crowley tries to get into the Golden Dawn. He's really disenfranchised with all these people, with all this stuff or whatever. Starts his own thing with his own rituals, his own stuff. And he becomes very popular with Hollywood, like Jack Powers. I mean, you name it, all the when, like. So when was Crawley? Was that like this twenty first century? Like yeah, 1900s? yeah, okay, yeah, so. yeah. It's nineteen hundreds. All okay. all this was nineteen hundreds. Okay. Um. So, and I mean, maybe maybe late late eighteen hundreds. Right, right. But like, um. Yeah. So he he like uh. Yeah, he came up with his own scientific method, or not scientific, but magical methods. And the goal of magic, I'm still trying to understand that. That's why I'm part of these different groups. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's supposed to be like magic is supposed to be a way to manifest your will on the, on the, in yourself or in the world. But what do you think magic is? I think, to me, I don't I mean, it's pretty broad. To me, I kind of feel like... If you put it in one sentence. I'm going to put in one sentence. Magic is... Um, sort of the same thing as, I guess, the spirit. I'd say they're kind of synonymous. They're a different way to say the same thing. Interesting. Yeah. I'd say they're, so, they're the same thing, almost. Like, if you do magic, it's like, I did some magic, and I made this plant grow, and it's like... And then Christians would be like... I planted the seed and God blessed it and the spirit blessed it and it grew and it's, but they're taught, they're trying to describe the same thing. Just in different ways. Just right? different ways. Yeah. But do you believe there is like magic, magic, like as far as like Merlin and the freaking hat with the stars and the moons on it, that's pointed and the wand and I mean, riding a broom and I, all that other stuff. Like, do you actually think there's that type of magic? I I hope I kind of hope so. I mean, I I think I kind of feel like it's like sort of like that Thor the Thor movie. Like Thor's like science and magic are one and the same where I come from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's what they are. Is that there's a lot like I feel like people don't they take for granted. Like you wake up in the morning, and you think you understand. We think we understand how the world works. We think, you know, we're, we're so smart. We think we're so advanced. We're so, we have so much technology. We think we actually understand the world and understand the universe. Right. And we don't. That anybody who gives you that, that surety that they think they know that's a fool because they don't know that. Mm-hmm. Like just, just in your body, like physiology, right? Just that alone is extremely complicated. Like, if you take medicine, you react one way. Another person takes the same dosage, has the same characteristics, is the same build, the same weight, does not work that way for them. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And there's they're just that alone, and then not even understanding why the body heals, and some people get some diseases, some people don't get diseases. Some people get, like, I mean, we're learning more, but it's like... We don't have that down pat. Yep, there's no formula. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. and you get kind of like trends, like you understand certain trends of things, but it's like, you're, it's really a lot of guesswork and trying yeah. stuff. Like people don't, like, you know, you work in a hospital, if you've ever talked to doctors or dealt with them firsthand or dealt with, they just try <laughs> stuff. Yeah, they just try stuff with a smile on their face. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call it practicing medicine because they're, <laughs> they're practicing on you. I mean, they practiced a lot, but it's like, I hope I don't kill this person. You know, like, you know, like that's how they are sometimes. And it's like, 
You go, yeah. If you have, if you get a chance, go look up how many people die from misdiagnosis and malpractice. You will be surprised. It's like that kills more people than diseases do. Mm-hmm. Is them doing that? So yeah. So it's 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 wild. But um, yeah. So I think magic. You could describe it like that. Like magic and science are one and the same. Maybe it's undiscovered abilities. Maybe it's abilities that are lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've heard this thing where they said, like, telepathy, like, our ability to communicate without words, like, mind to mind. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, one of the things I was reading said that was a thing we used to be able to do. But then when language got invented, whenever we could speak or we had a way of communicating with language, that, that trait atrophied because we didn't need it anymore. It's like, do you want to have a mind telepathy thing with frequencies and all that or do you just want to use a word it'd be a lot easier to use a word right 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 you know it's like the same thing with like i don't know like i i about i think people are like that christians are like that with like spiritual healing like there might be a formula possibly for spiritual healing but it's like do you want to go through that whole formula and do all that stuff or just take an advil right 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 do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I think maybe there's like an element of that to lost magic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I can, I can go on a long time about that stuff. So, well, with magic for me, I heard this put so clearly one time. And I know you'll be able to relate to this. I know you'll be able to get this because, you know, we got a lot of, a lot of similarities and background and as far as our walk with God and seeking God. Yeah. Um, but also I want to say this is so surreal right now, Josh. You is have it? no idea. It's <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, when you never think you'll go to Dairy Queen again, you know, <laughs> yeah. you never think you'll get a steak finger basket again, and you get a steak finger basket, it's like, is this really a steak finger basket? Yeah. And I'm like, actually, like, am I really back home? Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's so surreal. Yeah, you're back in Texas, I'm, I'm hanging back. out in my trailer. Yes, I'm in we the just made some dope. ever. Yeah, we just made some dope music. Yes. Yeah, man. Got my it, armory out. Yeah, Woo-hoo. we're bang bang shoot them up. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, we're, we're doing it. We're, yeah, it's coming along. We just gotta stay at it. Yeah, but um, I heard magic put as getting to point A uh-huh. to point C uh-huh. and skipping B. Huh? That's a good way to put that. I heard magic that that that's that is magic. Point A to point C. But skipping B. Skipping all the work. Huh. So it's like when somebody becomes a millionaire, like overnight through the lottery, mm-hmm. and they don't have any financial education, no freaking how to do finances, no no, no idea of what to do with money and the power of money, yeah. and they're worse off 10 years later, after having $70 million dropped in their bank account, they're worse off yeah. than what they were when they were working a job. Yeah. Like, that that was described to me, that's magic. Like, yeah. when you don't put in the work to get what you get, that is magic. When you get what you get without putting in the work, and you're worse off, yeah, magic. That's what, I mean, yeah, that's one way to put it. I mean, I guess you could see it that uh, way. And, you know, in certain situations, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it makes but, it makes it kind of sound like it's negative, though. Like, it's almost like bad repercussions. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely, but I can definitely see, well, I would say, hmm, popular culture presents magic as, like, snap my fingers and bang, I got me a Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Snap my finger, bang, I got me this. And there's no work to put in to get that. Yeah. You know, so I can see, just to shorten it down to a sentence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which, it like, I, I can see that. Because there's certain things that I do believe is magic or uh, power or a manifestation or something. Uh-huh. And then, in certain situations you know that 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 has pot, uh, that has negative repercussions 
Yeah. So let me let me flesh this out a little bit. So like me and you, uh-huh. we've been doing our thing for twenty years with music. Yeah. When uh when we're freaking millionaires two years from now, that's not magic. No, we put in the hours. We exactly. put in the time. We put in the pain and suffering. Exactly. Blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. But let's say me and you, at our age that we at, was like, hey, man, in two years, we're going to be millionaires. Yeah. And we become millionaires in two years, and there's no work put in as far as learning your craft, gaining the skills, honing your talent, yeah. learning the market. Um, learning technology, learning the equipment, how to go about it, blah blah yeah. blah. All the stuff that, all the stuff that we learned in twenty years, if we bypass that and got the benefit of the work of twenty years, and doing something, or not even doing something, but compromising yeah. something to get that, compromising our beliefs, our our family, or compromising ourselves. If we make a compromise to get that payoff of twenty years, then that's I see what you're saying. Magic, you know. Yeah. Well, see, like I think what you're saying can be a description of it, but I think again, it's interchangeable. Right. Right. It gets interchangeable with blessing. True. Because it's like there's tons of people that I've met that are like they they. That's like the thing. It's like again, like the same thing with like it's the same thing as blessing. Then if you use that description, because it's like I've seen people all the time, like Christians, who they want to start at A, skip B, and get C, mm-hmm. and that's to them God providing mm-hmm. and God blessing and God this got that, you know. And it's like, but honestly, like I don't know. I mean, because that's that's the thing is is like. But what is the outcome though? But see, that's what I'm saying. It could, it's it's negative sometimes too. Mm-hmm. It's like you get you get David gets a kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. David gets a kingdom, kills some dude to sleep with his wife, mm. gets his child killed. Mm. From you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But see that. But see the thing is, is like I feel like the I feel like the thing that's unreasonable about the magic description or blessing description. Period. Is there are things that are so, they're beyond your understanding or control. They can't, they can't be methodized. Right. It's no just formula. There's no formula because it's there's like there's no way to. I don't know. It's like trying to. I think instead of looking at something and going, I wish it wasn't this way. I wish it was this way. Mm-hmm. There's already something going wrong in your heart in a, in a way of like, not to say not, it's not saying that you don't move towards your goals. And if you feel pain, you're like, it shouldn't be this way. It's not saying that it's saying that there, there's something just so inherently human about us being discontent and you can be discontent in a really bad way. And, and like, instead of being able to look at what you have and look at who you are and look at where you're born, look at all these things and then be like, okay, why is it like this? Why am I like this? What can I learn from this? What am I, what am I supposed to, why am I supposed to grow from this? Like what, what, and, and I feel like that's just bad in general. If you try to skip B. Yes. Skipping B never turns out to be a good thing. True. Cause it gets you prepared for whatever's at C. Yep. You know, and if you skip B, some people, they get lucky, I guess. And, but maybe they're not lucky. Maybe they're unlucky. That's why they skip B. Maybe you're so unlucky that you did get the millions of dollars before you knew how to handle it. And and then, yeah. And then you're like depressed and want to kill yourself because you have all this money. And then all like, I I worked with this dude, right? Mm Mm-hmm. This dude was telling me, and it was like the weirdest thing, because I just worked it with him, like picking up furniture or whatever, like something stupid we were doing. But anyway, he kind of told me a little bit about his background, and his dad had like made all this money. Like I'm talking, his dad's like a millionaire, worked really hard for his money, but he's mm-hmm. a millionaire. And but he had he had seen from going from being poor to becoming really wealthy. That's what he grew up in. Mm-hmm. And he said like. He said, if that, 
is him because he was trying to start his own business and start his own stuff again. Mm-hmm. He said he'd have to go to therapy. Like, he'd have to have a therapist all the time. He said because, like, people you don't, he's like, you don't realize money doesn't change you. It changes everyone around you. Mm. And he, I was like, like, he was just dropping some wisdom on me about it because he was saying, like, all his, he can't, he said he couldn't even have friends, really. All his old friends looked at him like he was their savior. They'd always be asking him for stuff. Always, and he helped sometimes, but it's like, then anytime you hear from your friends, it's always one of those telemarketer, one of those pyramid scheme calls. Uh-huh. Hey, I was doing this, and just checking how you are. Oh, by the way, can I have this money? Uh-huh. And it's everybody. It's even your family that is close to you that starts happening. Uh-huh. And he's like, she was telling me like. He can't even have friends. Like, he can't even have a girlfriend. He can't have nothing. If he yeah. does, they can't know that. Yeah. If they know it too soon or they're, like, the type of person that can't handle money, mm-hmm. it's always bad. Yeah. And it's like, and he was just telling me about it, and I was like, this is, like, really sad. Like, it is. Like, you get, like, can you imagine that? Like, you work so hard, and you get to that point, and then you're like, I don't even want this. Yeah. I wish I was, I wish I didn't have it because I can't, everybody around me is like, can you imagine that? I mean, think about that. Think about people close to you. Think about, I, yes, I, I can imagine that because I've actually put myself in that situation yeah. because I know, I know once what we have in store for us manifests and takes place, I know there's only a few people that will actually know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's few people, and I'm talking about less than five few. Yeah. Because I, because I know that's how it is, because I've seen poverty. I grew up in poverty, and I've seen people not be in poverty or grew up in poverty, make enough income and blessed or magic but they have the means to not be in poverty and still be in poverty. Yeah. Because it's a, that's a mindset. That's a way of thinking. That's a way of going about things. Yeah. That's a stronghold that keeps people like that mm-hmm. regardless of their means to... To be better. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I can say that for sure in my situation... I've made a lot of money over the last being self-employed for three to four years, then having a good position at where I work. I've made enough money where I shouldn't be worried about finances and budgeting to the point where mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. And that that doesn't mean anything if you don't know how to handle it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, or you don't know the value of it. Not like, so money has value and it doesn't have value. So money is something that you got to have a, I believe money is something you got to have a respect for. Mm -hmm. You don't need to worship it. You don't need to bow down to it. But there's just a mutual like, hey, George Washington on this dollar bill. Mm, Yeah. I'm going to give you to this man behind the counter. He ain't going to give me a stick of gum. As a, a loose cigarette, yeah. or I'm gonna give this twenty dollars and I'm gonna get a tank of gas. Like you gotta realize what that is, um, what the purpose of it is. Yeah. And if you realize the purpose of this is an item that I could trade for other items, and I could invest this item to gain interest, and for I can get more items to put into this to get a business to build items, to trade items. Like, if you look at it for what it is, you'll be well off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's like, if you don't realize that, then it's going to... It's going to get you. Yes. Instead it will, of, it you, will you take won't, it. It yeah. will ruin you yeah instead of you having money money's gonna have you mm-hmm. yeah and that but see that's the thing is like i feel like people 
like I feel like people don't understand that like you can be rich and be greedy mm-hmm. and you can be poor and be greedy. Yes. And most of the time the people who become rich don't have that characteristic anymore, but the, everybody else around him who's poor does still have that characteristic. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, again, there's a lot of rich, greedy people. I'm not saying there are not, because they, they do a lot of bad stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you should see how many people get really mad at people with money because they don't do something, or they do do this, or they do do that, and it's like... Like, like, okay, for example, like, I remember the Flint, the Michigan water crisis. Remember that? Mm-hmm. People were like, Jeff Bezos could fix this in, like, the snap of his finger because he has enough money to fix the whole entire water problem. Yeah. And, yeah, he does. But the question should be is, like, why is that his problem to solve? He don't live there. That's not his water he's drinking. That's that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. so it's like he's not evil because he doesn't want to fix something that has nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like you can just fix that. It's like you got to hire all the people. You got to do all the stuff. You got to make sure that people are fed. There's all these liabilities and all these responsibilities that come into play with that. So it's not magic? No, it's not magic. It's it's freaking work. Yeah. <laughs> it's not blessing, it's work. Yeah. You and, gotta go A, B, and C. Yeah, and then it's like, but the same group of people who are being really critical of him, it's like, when's the last time you helped anybody? Right. Mm. And they're like, well, I would if I had my... No. Nope. You would help regardless if you have money or that's not. That's what I'm saying. Characteristic that's characteristic. That's who you are as a person. You should just do that in general. Like just do help whoever. If you, it's in within your means to help someone who you can trust to help. Because I'm not saying you need to help every homeless person. Homeless people pick that path for themselves too. Some of them do. It's like Some of them do. Yeah. I have witnessed that firsthand, mister. I'm coming into my place of work with a bowie knife and mm. walking around with a rifle case and wondering why I'm giving you attitude. Like, That's what I'm saying. You chose that. You chose your actions and now I gotta react a certain way because I don't know if you pack it or not. Yeah. I ain't dying by your hands. So. Yeah, that's... not today, <laughs> not today, not today, little Nas. <laughs> but yeah, uh, little Nas boyfriend, um, <laughs> Big Mike. <laughs> I am a grown man. I am a boy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like. That's what I'm saying. Like, so it's not really if you can help, everyone can help. It's not if you can, they're not evil because of that. And again, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Jeff Bezos is a good guy. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that as an example, mm-hmm. it's like, what are you doing? And you know, like, if you're an American, no matter what we do, we're still like in the top 2% of the world's richest countries in the world. So, yeah. so they say. Or the, yeah. So, I mean, like, Literally, the amount you make in one week is more than some people make in their entire life. Yes. That's how much money that is. Yep. And yet, you won't help them. And it's like, so maybe you should just be quiet and try to do what you can do. Yeah. You know, because I, I, again, I ain't into... I ain't into sending all the money to Africa to all these kids with the flies on their eyes and stuff. Like, I don't know if that's real. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know if that's real. Yeah. Because I found out, others. Oh, if you look up those foundations, it's like, Mr. CEO be making $40, $50 million a year and giving himself bonuses, and these kids ain't getting that much help. Mm-hmm. So I give to... A foundation that's not given to a found like not not even really doing it. Yeah, and you don't know if they are or not. You never know. That's what I'm saying. It's like that's, so life's crazy, man. Life is crazy. Real talk though, like dang, I forgot what I was gonna say, man. <laughs> people, 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 people. Um. Oh, so here's another thing. I. The longer I live, the real the more I realize that I am the last. We are the last of a dying breed. The, the way we think and our outlook of life is so not normal mm-hmm. that it it makes me realize that there's a ma- 
the majority of people do not think like us, and the majority of people just don't think. If I lived in a place where Flint, like, if I lived in a place... With Flint, Michigan's water? Yes. If the water wasn't going to get fixed, like, no time soon, and it wasn't, like, a temporary, we got to fix this pipe, or we yeah. got to just put it, install a new filter. If it was, like, ongoing... <laughs> where you where you literally, your water turned yellow? Yes. I would be like, that's it, my black ass is out. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to another place. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And... Let's say I didn't have the funds or the bank account to go to another place, then I will be applying for jobs in another place. I will yeah. be doing what I need to do for another place. I'll be selling water, yellow water on eBay <laughs> or something. Yeah. I would find a way to get me out of that situation if me being in that situation was harmful more detrimental or, or harmful for my well being and my family than it was beneficial. Yes. I would easily be like, okay. This shit ain't getting fixed no time soon. Yeah. Um. So plan B is we're going to move somewhere else where there's clean water. Yeah. Well, hell, there's a damn river in the backyard or something. Yeah. Or something. Something different. Something. Something. Yeah. But a lot of people don't think like that. A lot of people like, help me. Save me. Help me. Come fix my water, Jeff. Bill Gates, <laughs> come fix this water. Hey, uh, I got celebrities come fix this water. Yeah. Guess what? The government, the city, the state that runs that that uh, whole situation, they don't give a damn about you and your water because <laughs> they got clean water. Yes. They don't care. Same so thing. Same you thing wait with the... on them and they ain't gonna do nothing. Yep. Same thing. Same thing with the mask. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I won't get into that, but we'll say this much: the people that you think are your heroes are having private dining, had private dinings without their mask on to where the public couldn't see them in really fancy restaurants and, like, back rooms and stuff. They did that very often, so they're liars. And, like, it's just... Yeah, so if you want to care about people, don't wait. Just care about the people you can help. And if you can help them in a way that's positive, that you can make sure you're actually helping them or... Better yet, help your friends that you know that need help. Yeah. You know, don't be like trying to save the world. Save your, save the people in your world. Save those people. Try to help those people. It's like, when's the last time you called your mom? Mm-hmm. You know, when's the last time you did something nice for so-and-so or who, so blah, blah, blah. You know, you, there's all kinds of examples. When's the last time you bought coffee for a tired co-worker? Yeah. That worked a 12-hour overnight. Yeah. And still got to do four more hours. <laughs> the last sounds, time you did that? That sounds very specific, but... <laughs> sounds very specific to you, but... Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, man. But, yeah, man, like, anyway, that's, yeah, so, that's what I think of that. That's, yeah, that's what Josh's two cents are in this. My two cents is, and we're going to end on this. <laughs> yeah. It is going to be a stinger. Yeah. Hey, don't listen to prosperity gospel. Uh-oh. Learn business and learn finance and learn self-independence. And learn how all these rich people that we know of, um, Bill Gates and freaking Jeff Bezos and freaking, uh, what's that one old dude? He's like 89,000 years old. Um, uh, Frankenstein? No. Um, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett and all <laughs> these guys. <laughs> Frankenstein Buffett. Yeah. Learn how these guys got wealth. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, it wasn't by sending money to uh, abcministry.com every month. <laughs> I just want y'all to think about that. Think about that. Yeah. Think about how many people you know are beyond wealthy, and there's a difference between rich and wealthy. Learn that, too. Yeah. How many people are well off because, like, hey, I'm this way because I gave X amount of dollars to abcministry.com. And now I'm this way. Is that skipping B and going from A to C? I don't know. Or if you look at Warren Buffett and all these rich other people that got tens of millions of thousands of dollars, 
you see how they lived their life and how they did money, and you'll be able to see that they went from A to B to C. Yeah. All right, folks. Good night. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. That's the bonus edition of... No, my faith. There we go. There we go. Bonus episode. All right, Jack, any ending words before I stop? Um, shoot. I can say a lot of stuff, but nah. I'm tired. It's like like 4 o'clock in the morning, y'all, so... It's 4 o'clock in the morning. My boy is tired, but I am totally geek because I'm back in Texas. (laughs) Back in Texas... And outside doesn't smell like the inside of a cow's rectum. Okay? That's why I've been living that. It smells like the inside of a cow's rectum. A dead, a dead cow's rectum. Cow, uh, that, that makes it sound like, Ken, like you've been living inside of a cow. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> a cow named Ken. <laughs> yes, I've been living inside of a dead, rotten cow for the last seven years. Oh my and God. outside smells so beautiful. Yeah. Like, I could walk outside and not throw up. <laughs> You don't know about that. You don't know where the wind blows from all directions at the same time. You get dirt blown in both of your ears at the same time. You're like, how? How is this possible? How is this possible? The wind is blowing from all directions at the same time. All the time. All the time. It's not just like from 3 to 4 in the afternoon. It's from from 8 a.m. to 8 a.m. Like 24-7. How? How is this possible? How? It don't make sense, man. No, it doesn't. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, in case y'all didn't know, I was living where uh, Joe Exotic is from. That's where I would have been staying at, where Joe Exotic is from. So that dumpster fire that you know of... (laughs) Yeah, I, I've been living in this hometown. Pray for me, guys. <laughs> Pray for me. Pray the Lord deliver him. Deliver me from middle of nowhere, America. <laughs> I need to be back in society with his cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah. And burritos. And, yeah, steak finger baskets. Steak finger baskets with the white gravy with the pepper in it. <laughs> that's what we're eating tomorrow, I think, right? Yes, that's what we're eating tomorrow. All right. Let me tell you something. I oh, b- oh by the way, Dairy Queen didn't sponsor this episode. No, but Dairy <laughs> Queen, I'll gladly take I'll gladly take a free lifetime of chicken finger steak finger baskets <laughs> with the gravy or hunger buskers for life. Whatever. But check this out. So where I'm from, if you don't ask for napkins when you go through the drive-thru, you ain't getting no napkins. Where I'm from, if you go to IHOP and get a chicken fried steak breakfast and you don't ask for gravy you ain't getting gravy on your chicken fried steak people up there eat dry freaking chicken fried steak (laughs) who does that psychopaths do that live with a whole bunch of psychopaths the same kind of people who chew their pills for the medicine (laughs) that's the same kind of people that do that I'm not lying. That's the kind of people who eat their steak well done with ketchup. <laughs> That's the same kind of people. He ain't lying. This is these are not jokes. These are facts. I'm not being funny. I'm being serious. Check this out. Jack Vanfield was mm. on. Jack Vanfield was on the phone with me when I ordered food from Burger King. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that I didn't get what I ordered. And yeah. you heard me loud and clear. Yeah, you, you were like, you're like, uh, yeah, can I get a cheeseburger? And they're like, yeah, you want a cheeseburger? And you're like, yeah, that's going to be a cheeseburger. Number one with the cheeseburger and the Coke and the cheeseburger. <laughs> and then he pulls up to the window and they give him like a chicken sandwich. <laughs> and then what is the other one? He went to like a Sonic or something, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You went to a Sonic and keep in mind, Sonic, when you go to Sonic, you gotta push a red button, so they they get extra time to know what they're supposed to say before they talk to you. Okay, he goes up, pushes the button, and they go, "Welcome to Schlotsky's. 
What? I, I'm not making it up. These are facts. These are real stories. That's why they're funny, because they're real. The pain's real. I'm hurting inside. My kidneys hurt, man. Yeah. I've been dealing with this for too long. Oh, gosh. Check this out. Hey, I want the Sonic. I was like, can I get an order of cheese sticks? They said, we don't got cheese sticks. We got mozzarella sticks. You dumbass. <laughs> mozzarella is cheese. You my damn cheese. <laughs> I walk up in there and knock you off your skates. Just stop before we keep just, just. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Yes. I'm gonna let my boy get some sleep because he's not he's not a nomadic night owl like me. Yeah. I work 24 hours a day. <laughs> work from eight to eight. I work from eight to eight with the wind in your ears. <laughs> the wind blowing in my ear. Yeah. Oh goodness gracious! Oh man! All right, well. Good night, guys. It's your boy K Jones, Jack Vampa, yeah. reporting live from the greatest place on earth, <laughs> God's country, <laughs> where the where the garden of, where the Garden of Eden originally was, <laughs> because God saw it and <laughs> said it was good. He, it was he good. gave it the Lone Star State. He said <laughs> Texas. It, he said named it the Lone Star State. And yeah. y'all don't know if y'all don't man y'all don't know me, but. I rep Texas. Mm. I'll be all in other states talking about Texas this, Texas that. <laughs> Texas got cheeseburgers at Dairy Queen. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Hey, so Jack Vampa thinks I should have a com- comedy podcast. Yeah. And uh, if y'all think that, I need y'all to give this three likes and share it to 18 people. And... <laughs> Our Patreon, or his Patreon, is at the bottom. Yeah. I need you to at least show some support. Um, There's a P.O. box somewhere. You can, <laughs> you can send yeah. us a T-shirt or some, you know, coupons to Dairy Queen or something. <laughs> something. Show your support somehow <laughs> because we, Jack has it in his heart to do this for all the people that yeah. have experienced something or might be going to experience something and want them to be prepared and not be disenfranchised and disheartened and yeah. go from believing in God to believing that there's not a God to believing in Jesus Christ to believing in Satan and following him. He wants to lead people from the hurt, the pain, and the distrust that the American New Age Church will lead you into if you're not wise enough. So he has a book coming out called Nomad Faith. Yeah. Um, we're going to plug that right quick. <laughs> and for the last time, I feel like a black preacher. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is the last time. This is going to just have five more minutes. Five more minutes. Five more minutes, please. Yeah. But all right. Good night, folks. Good night.